Well, guess what? We're getting it going. The BMX Weekly Podcast. It's back. It's back. Well, it started and it's back. It's both. Yeah, we decided to, uh, or I guess I decided to um, change the name from High Low Podcast to BMX Weekly. I kind of always post it on bmxweekly.com and I've got some social media, Facebook, BMX Weekly Facebook and Instagram, bmxweekly.com. Instagram, I think it is. And uh, even a Twitter as well. And when I put podcasts out, people are always, where do I find it? Where do I? you know? I don't do the sound the sound cloud thing and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a bit, little bit out the loop and all that stuff. So um, I just thought we'd change the name, and uh, it would like kind of line up more. I like it because it's a BMX show. Yeah, and not everyone knows what high low is. Yeah, kind of like Pull magazine. Like if you were to just see Pull, right? You would be like, what does that mean? Yeah, is no, that it's weightlifting? true. Is yeah. that truck? pulling is that towing rvs bmx weekly and it's what an, it is and it's a nod to my old favorite magazine uh, in england it was bmx weekly was ah. the, the 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 magazine we all read in the 80s um i'm good friends with the, the family that owned it um my nice. friend jonathan higginson so you have approval to use it then yes i reached out to jonathan you know i started all the social media and stuff a couple of years ago yeah. and i reached out to jonathan um and I said, you know, I'd love to keep the name going and the logo and stuff. And he's like, oh, it'd be, it'd be cool, you know. They're, they're not in BMX anymore, but they still kind of look from afar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was like, you know, I've still got all my BMX Weekly magazines and newspapers even before magazines. So I do have a little connection to think, it, you know. I think BMX per capita was probably more popular in England back in the day than the U.S. even. What was it called? No, I'm saying it, BMX in England and mm-hmm. the U.K. was probably more popular per capita like per person yeah like there's probably more people in england that knew about bmx versus in the united states that knew about bmx during the heyday it was such a well i mean you're such a big country aren't you we're a really small yeah. small country but it seemed like yeah i mean in, in the 80s everybody you know even regular people know who andy ruffle is and yeah. everybody remember rally burners which was kind of mm-hmm. um you know so everybody kind of has that little connection because yeah it was, it was huge at the time you know so. so real quick just just so the people know just some housekeeping. We're on location. Mm-hmm. We're in my courtyard. So you may hear the errant dog bark or bird chirp or somebody coming out and asking me for homework help on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies in advance. We'll do our best to edit it out. But as Dale said, he can be analog at times. Yeah. So what's been going on? We haven't said we haven't done one for a while. It's been a lot's been going on. I did one during the middle of the summer with uh, Dom Phipps. And uh, I haven't really done one since. Some that little... was good. I actually mm. ended up having a phone conversation with him. Oh, you told about me that, yeah. a project, yeah, that I want to do. Um, so thanks for doing that podcast with Dom. He yeah. was good. And he's he just good. rolled out a new project he was doing. He was doing the Haro, um, some history stuff with Haro, which he's done over the years. And he's just rolled out a new thing with Redline that you guys probably seen yeah, playing around. That's yeah, cool. yeah, over the last couple. That's good. So what's been going on? Um, I raced a moto. At the state oh, you did? You, you didn't want to wait for the final, did you? <laughs> I, had, hey, I made a promise to my son to take him somewhere, and it was getting a little bit long. But let me tell you, 87 motos at a state qualifier at the San Diego BMX track. So Tyler Brown's done a great job um, revamping that track in that legendary location in San Diego. So mm-hmm. San Diego BMX, is, it's, it's fun to go down to the track and see that there's a good energy and a good vibe. Um, I don't get down there as much as I'd like or should. Um, yeah, so that that was that's what's been going on. What else has been going on? I'm like actually writing, writing my book, my second book. Yeah. It's not very BMXy though, um, but I think it'll be helpful for a lot of people in BMX. Let's see. Um, what are you calling it? More better, happier. Oh, cool. Yeah, more better, happier. Calm down and grow up. <laughs> I think the world needs that right I've now. I've heard that a few times over yeah. the years. So, um, let's see, what else? Working, you know, Olympics is postponed, so... Do you think it really go on next year? Do you think they'll do it? I think, well, everyone's acting as if it will. Yeah. Um, I hope it does, honestly. There's a lot of time and energy put in by all the people going for that. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Uh so, so still working with, with some riders in the space and coaching people and um, speaking when I can, virtually, apparently. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, things are good. And, you know, we're home. Everyone's in the house. That's what well, we're in the courtyard. Uh, partly because my dog would keep barking at you, but um, 
you know, we're all home living living the COVID life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see France got locked down and um, Europe's getting yeah. locked down or England as well again. So who knows what what's going on. But at least for some reason we can still get our bikes out and ride, which has been That's good. That's right. You know? And there's been some BMX. Well, there's actually been quite a bit of racing between mountain bike and road and BMX. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like the, the national scene has picked up a bit. Definitely the state. We're in state season, we'll call it. <laughs> as it pertains to US, well, I just wrapped up USA last BMX. week. Yeah, we had the the finals. Obviously, we did the, the the qualifier at San Diego BMX, and then we had the um, SoCal State Finals last week in Lake Paris. I went up there. Are you state champ? I'm not. I got beat. Oh, yeah. I don't. I didn't know him. Oh. Uh, and and uh, I only raced on Sunday, and I don't forgot his name. I just didn't know. Did not know him. You'd probably know him. An Norco guy's about your age. Mm. And uh, flat out pulled me, yeah, yeah. Cow guy, yeah, yeah. He says he lives in. Um, he's from up the Bay Area, and I think he lives down in LA now. And um, oh, Jasir, yes, yeah, 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 Jasir, yeah. yeah. He's fast. Yeah, no, he is. He's yeah. super fast, and man. he could get the first jump. And, he's super yeah. fast, good mm. dude, really, really talkative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice he's guy. a good dude, really yeah. good dude, and he's fast. Um, I, I think if we didn't talk about it much, but he's. He comes from track and field. I can tell he's in shape. So he's fast. He's got like yeah. your body type, you yeah, know. Yeah, he's fast. Like, tall no and lean. Because yeah. he was in my first moto in San Diego at the at the race I was. Ah, oh, okay. And I looked next to me and I'm like, dang it! Like, right? Because he rides no, cruiser as well. He's he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he beat me. He beat me in the first moto. I'll tell you what's funny, and it just shows how things have changed now. You know, with the way the turns are just wide open and, mm-hmm. and the asphalt turns. In the first moto, he was winning. Uh, so I'm like, so I railed the first turn to get a little bit more speed, and I started catching down the second straight. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take some speed around the next corner and uh, get him down the next straight. And as I, you know, went a little bit wide around the turn, I got further and further behind. People <laughs> like pulled three bikes. Yeah, on me. Yeah. Where back in the day, I'm like, you know that. Okay, yeah, because I'm, you have to slow down to go inside. Yeah, no, he went, corner. he went just as fast or even faster on the inside. And so when I swung out, and you know, in, in, in our day, you'd be like, okay, this guy's getting it down the next straight. Right. Now I'm gonna haul by him. The dude pulled three more bikes on me, you know? So it just shows how these turns are... And I'm, I'm a little bit out of the loop on, on today's turns, you know? So it really has changed, Yeah, you know? But it was a fun weekend, and yeah, he, he rode good. And uh, there was a Pro-Am, which was good. Three racks. Three? Uh, I didn't know there was three racks. Yeah, Jor- Joris showed up. He just came back from France. So uh, Joris won. Um, I think Anthony Bacardo was second. And Alec Bob in third. Alec Bob in third, yeah. yeah. So I did a little tally up power. They had a little whip brown, which I thought was a good idea. Whip brown, I don't know if you call it whip brown. They kind I of went know what that means. past the bucket where oh, okay. the right ODI, it was basically past the ODI um, grip jar. And the guys walk around and raise some money, which I thought was a good oh, idea. That's cool. Yeah, they did the Kind of like the church, kind of like the church. Yes, yes, church yes. Basket. Exactly, yes. So Joris won. 560 bucks, which I thought was pretty good for one day's outing. Very easy for him, just down the street. It was two days racing. That's a $1,000 weekend. And then I saw the same weekend, you got the, uh, I think it was the Texas State Championships. I saw Tanner Sebesta. Sebesta. I saw one check for uh, 2000 and then I saw another check for 500 So I messaged him like, hey, My man. My goodness, Texas. Yeah, I know. I said, how much living that you... Living that tax-free life, I guess. I messaged him and I says, how much did you tally up? He says, 2700 So, uh, So good job to him. And then obviously there was the Florida stuff that I was kind of watching on USA BMS. Yeah, that race looked legit. Um, Jeremy that, Smith. Jeremy Smith, Campo, um... um a lot of those fast Florida kids. Yeah, Sousa, yeah, Sousa. The, the, yeah, Sousa. The guys Dominguez trains. Yes, yeah, Brazilian. So World Three in, ba- in Baku. Back yeah, in yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He won one day, um, and then obviously there's just a lot of fast people in Florida in general. Like yeah, who knows as far as amateurs. I was. Oh, and also retirement. Amanda Geving. I saw Amanda, that. I saw yeah. that because yeah. Marie McGilvery did the announcement. Mm-hmm. Didn't it? So mm-hmm. I, I saw the little she, clip on that. Apparently, she drove just to announce that race. Oh, that's cool. That's like a like a two and a half or three hour drive for her, and she did that just to announce. Yeah, the Geving, the Geving Amanda Carr Geving retirement. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I like Marie's post. She always puts questions up. Do you see she that? She does yeah, do yeah, so. Yeah, and yeah. I have to like sometimes <laughs> purposely not answer them, right? Because I don't want to get, get sucked in into the Facebook. <laughs> world and right. get back to some semblance of work. Yes. Yeah. But that's good. Oh, I have to say this. So I have to also thank Amanda Carr. Um Oh you work with did you work with Yeah, her? I did. We you know, helped her get to Rio and then, you know, she she candidly she reached out and um, you know, she she reached out and we're working together again and, you know, working with her, coaching her and just kind of 
helping the transition of like mm-hmm. you know x racer into what life is going to look like next but i thought it was I thought it was really cool that she she was open and honest about you know that movie weight of gold and like shared mm-hmm. her experience and you know urged other people to reach out because uh, you know it's not just olympians but you know when you're done with a thing mm-hmm. like moving on can be mm-hmm. can be you know not only just stressful but it can get you down because like you know what, what's next right yeah, when you've yeah. kind of reached a certain level at something it's like what do i do now right whether you're retiring at 60 or mm-hmm. retiring at 30 or 25 or whatever it may be so um, I appreciate her reaching out, and I appreciate her actually mentioning uh, our work publicly. Oh, good. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw it as a good little send-off for her. Yeah. It's a shame because a lot of people will retire and they just kind of fade away. They don't make a big deal about it, and you don't even, you don't even especially in today's world with social media, people just fade out Well, you could just do it like Nelly. He could mm. just do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Else. <laughs> he, he just he, disappeared. I'm yeah, done, guys. Yeah, he just shows up at the... At the um, he didn't even show up at the Grands. Yeah, he just, yeah, Hall of Fame. Like every three years, he's good. Right, right. But I think when he actually did retire, he was still he was defending he was, ABA he was number winning. one. Yeah, he was leaving. Him and Warwick points. were yeah battling. He's like he can have it. Yeah, it's like I'm done. I think yeah. Rockford. He's like I'm out, dude. Somebody's yeah, and Rockford. He was yeah. out, and then he had his retirement party in Del Mar. Yes, that was and it. didn't even race Del Mar. No, no, no. He just showed up to get the barbecue from the tail- from the well. That was family. it. Yeah, yes, done. Yep. So yeah, so yeah, people do kind of come and go pretty quick now. It seems like it's uh, quick quick turnaround when people retire and um you know like I say with with the uh, everything on hold this year i feel for those pros right now you know Ooh. just especially when the european guys that really aren't even getting to do barely any racing you know yeah well so. they're racing though they're racing i mean I, there's been england there's nothing though there's been a, yeah, yeah there's been a couple of um what is it french um, championships french championships dutch national swiss. championships swiss um Graf getting second to Marquardt. Yes, I saw that. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the French had, French one. I I would have liked to have been there. For yeah, that, that was that, good. That's a good one. Eddie Clarete, man. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, he's riding he, good. Yeah. All that main. I mean, like, say yeah, I was that I, main was legit. And so, then Sylvan Andre coming in at the last second. I well, I asked Joyce last yeah. week. I said, "What's up with that second turn? You know, like race real rusty. He's like, I'll oh, just race rusty. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's that's what it yeah, seemed yeah. like. He's just yeah like, a bit. Not startled, but just kind of, yeah. Mm. But still, rusty. I mean, France has always been good. I think yeah. you can go back to any our era and even before, you know, Superclass and the Elite, and you know, you got Levesque and Minosi and yeah. then Allier and then Florent Boot, yeah. and then on today's guys, it's just always been good racing. Yeah, Deep. Fred King, Jerry yeah. Fouillel, like it just keeps going back. Yeah. And Medi back. Remedy, right? Medi, yeah, Medi. Yeah. So interesting story about Medi. Um, when I was riding for B fifty two, that French team, I actually stayed with Medi for. My first, I can't remember the tours race, which one, but anyways, ride his trails, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. But, anyways, so at the Olympics, London Olympics, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm in the stands, uh, because the coaches kind of go up one area and it's kind of like a mixed bag of like coaches and then you know, gen general population, yeah. Then some guy taps me on my shoulder, I look back. And it's Medi's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He just happened to be sitting right next to me. Right. Time. So it was really cool to... He made some T-shirts, met his brother years yeah. ago. The, the, he got the, you know, Christoph Bull, those, those you know, yeah. legends T-shirts. So he got a bunch of the English guys. It was like myself, Neil Wood, Dylan Clayton, and Jamie Staff. And then he put us all on a T-shirt. So that's oh, why... I saw that. He sent, I saw yeah, that. So I talked yeah. to met his brother because he sent me a bunch of T-shirts. And obviously Neil's kind of quiet online. He's like, can you get these to Neil yeah. Wood? So Did, did Christoph... Bull ever make a picture, uh, like a drawing of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I got two. Yeah, didn't... He would do you one if you asked him. I know, but yeah, I, feel yeah. like, I feel like asking is like... No, I know a lot of people ask him. A lot of the oh, uh, people ask him, I feel yeah. like asking is kind of like you're not no. supposed to ask. No, like no, no, no. Kind of, oh. I know a lot of people that have asked. And oh. I asked him to do somebody, one of my friends that oh. he passed, you know. Because he did a great yeah. one. Actually, one of my favorite ones mm. is the one he did of PH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's in the pink uniform, but he's even got the... You know, like back yes. in the day, we would wear like the sweatshirt hoodie under Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's got that, but it's like so... He's so good. good. All of them. I totally... Everybody resembles who he's done. I would, I, uh, I might have to reach out. You should, yeah, yeah. No, he, he, I, a lot of people did. And one of my friends, Damien Miles, passed about five years ago, and he wasn't really, you know, he was an early '80s guy, mm-hmm. so a lot of you guys wouldn't even know who he was. But he was, you know, the guy in my group, and I and I and I asked him. I said, "Could you? Here's a picture. Could you do one?" And he you, did it. You man. know what? Yeah. I would want. I yeah. would want. I would want one of like my brother, mm-hmm. right? And then me. Yeah. And then, but like we're together. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I would want. Anyways. 
So, what we got? What do we have? What do we have? We, we, we remin- I think we reminisced enough for the people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, we talked a little bit about the pro racing. I was going to say a little bit about what I got. Uh, the pro racing, that's right. So, here's my idea. Okay. Here's my idea. USA BMX. I think that is the answer to pro racing is the state series. Mm-hmm. Not the answer, an answer. Yes. I think, and because here, here's why. Because if you can have the pro schedule... And people, I'm using quotes with my fingers, air quotes. If you can have the pro schedule be some races in state at state championships, mm-hmm. like a Florida, obviously a California, NorCal, a SoCal, yeah, um, Texas is a bit, you know, maybe somewhere in the north, somewhere in the northeast, and yeah. somewhere in the central. I think that's a really good boost to the local program. Mm-hmm. Um, the race is manageable, and it gives a great excuse for those riders sponsors to Mm -hmm. kind of get behind it maybe set up a little pit area tent area maybe have some like autographs clinic yeah stuff pre Mm -hmm. and some autographs but it's a really nice little boost to a local program yes it's super grassroots Mm -hmm. you know the people who don't necessarily always go to nationals get to see like what life is like on the other side kind of like back in the day when the national showed up to your local track it was really exciting oh yeah you know so um low expense for the pros you know lower expense for the pros um i don't know how they would work out the purse but you know i mean maybe maybe local programs or local maybe they 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 bid on that and they they put up a minimum purse do a clinic on the friday the pros come in yeah i don't know but it would would be a nice way to have like the pro like a continue on the pro series and not necessarily have the pros in you know at every i shouldn't say at every national but all the national stops Mm. it's just financially not it's too expensive unless you obviously you obviously have a pro at a at a rock hill or a yeah yeah or a phoenix but but i don't know just an idea yeah no absolutely and i think if you you know you, you it's a way for the pros. If if you're sponsored by ODI, you could you could go to ODI and say, "Look, hey, I'm going to go and do this pro am this weekend. I'm going to set up. I'm going to you know involved in a clinic on Friday night. Yeah. I can get you know can you can get involved and and some some grips and giveaways and stuff. And then um, you know you can kind of build a little bit more with your co-sponsors. Say to ODI, could you give me a contingency if I do a couple posts and yeah. this and that and you know maybe if I get first, it's a hundred bucks, second, 75, yeah. third, 50, you know, and you kind of negotiate that with a couple yeah, of these little, yeah. little sponsors. And I, even though, oh, BMX sponsorship's dead and that, it's not, if you really, no, I mean, if, Box yeah, you know. has, I know mm. like Box, Box, right? Toby Henderson, Box. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alec rides and works for them, but I think they still have two, <laughs> no pun, Box vans. Right. Like, why not? I mean, I think you can actually start hitting the road again. Yeah. Like we did, like we did way back when because yeah. you know flying is kind of a pain with this yeah yeah, yeah 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 like why not hit the road yeah and 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 do some of these yeah. maybe even have like a like a like a like a tour yeah yeah get some posters done um, stops you know, clinics war of the star style or mm. just you know summer tour but it just could be state championship tour whatever yeah. it might be um yeah but i i think you know between the dks and the the boxes and you know odi like some of these places some of these people they have their little yeah, team yeah. or work vehicles that could be that could have two or three guys running around the country you know racing bikes or doing clinics or both i said it before and i said it probably a couple of years ago when we did a podcast uh, i don't know if i was doing it with you jason but I, I like i would invest in myself i would go buy a yep. little van yeah i would go to these sponsors i'll put your logo on the van i'm going to drive around the country i'm going to do da 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 i'm going to hit this this and this yeah and uh show them some value and you know i think there's there's little ways being creative to make to make it work at a u.s-based pro you know yeah, well, I think I think we can do that now, Dale. Yeah, and and the, and, and if you guys aren't doing it, there's people that you know. I, I'm, I can still get sponsors and well, the beauty of- the beauty is it's not you don't have to wait for the race because the value as soon as you turn on your camera or your you know wh- whether it's video or photo as mm. soon as you turn that on and start capturing mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. right just life on the road or life on the bike or life at you, Waffle you- House it. You know, now you you can document whatever you're doing, and again, not so much in racing, but the older guys in freestyle and skateboarding, they're still around because yeah. they can still they can still provide. You know, I don't know it's kind of podcast talk, but provide value um, to the <laughs> to the people paying them. And I'd like say a prime Tyler Brown's doing it. You know, all the stuff he does, all the yeah. stuff that we do. You know, where the camps and the clinics and the 
grassrootsy stuff, you know, and um, is a good way to, to actually sell product doing that stuff as well, yeah. you know, which is valuable to your sponsors. So, so speaking of Tyler Brown, good segue. Mm-hmm. He crashed in the pro am. Yeah. And how Ooh. how did he crash? I think I watched. Was it a pedal in the front wheel or something? I think uh, the jet. He rides for him, which is funny. Uh, I think he dived on him, and and I think you know sometimes when you just lock. Yeah, up, you don't. I, I'm your, not you sure. Don't, you don't want your team manager. Beating it wasn't the video I saw. It was the um, it was the standby time yeah. photo. You know, so it looked like maybe they locked, and then um, and then yeah, I saw. I watched the Tyler's. Um, yeah, his thumb was like jammed oh, back yeah. into his palm. Big it looked hole really in his hand, and then the doctor just kind of pulled it back, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I don't know if Tyler's going to be back in time for the. Um, for the grand, for the greatest race on earth, which is a shame. Like I said, the guys that get, don't get to race all year, and then there's one race a year. And... I think it'll be all right. I think it'll be all right. We'll see. I'll actually I'll call him because I just had some thumb work done myself. So I'm, I'm yeah. Right now I'm somewhat of an expert on yeah thumb. I did. <laughs> I, I was a finger. I got dislocated fingers. Yeah, uh, little fingers. Thanks, Renato Silva. If you're listening, <laughs> still got a bent finger. And, um, but you can't be mad at Renato. No, no. He's such a nice guy. Still the people, the real people's he champ, is money. The, he? is the people's champ, yeah. Still winning as well. That's right. 50, 51 and over. 51 and over. I got a few years before I turned into that class. Yeah, no, he's fast. Do we race each other now? Well, yeah, 41, 45, 50. Yeah, but you don't ride, you ride a cruiser, don't you? Oh, yeah. In the but if I would race 20. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got another year and I think I'd bump up. So I turned 50 next year. And I don't know if you'd riding the 51 when even when you're 50 i don't know how it works but right. anyway i'm sure we'll uh, we'll get to gate up at some point we'll find out um what else i thought a funny thing i was i was watching and there's gonna be 10 people that get this um i was watching uh biz who's like a 90s freestyle street guy yeah got picked up by snm he's on the team and they did like a welcome to the team video and then right at the end uh, the video you know goes to chris molo who's the owner of snm and in, into in, who's always been a funny witty guy if you don't know chris they kind of zoom in on chris you know the guy passes in the contract and, 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 and what, uh, something like that yeah. anyway and then he's like okay cool man he, and he says to his left-hand guy at the side he goes okay cool business on the team he's like send that guy the discount code you know nice, so it just nice. reminded me of the old nam you know yeah, so nothing a month to dis to 50 percent off a month yes or 40% yes or off. discount That's... uh discount code pro yeah could be the new but one. you know in truth that's great mm-hmm. because everyone gets something out of that right like yeah, yeah it costs money to product costs money and if you think about how a lot of a lot of bmx companies have run in the past you know they they have a team they give away a bunch of stuff then the next thing you know they don't sell a bunch of stuff but a stuff a bunch of stuff was given away and a lot of money was spent and mm-hmm. then the company disappears yeah, yeah, yeah. so mm, you know i mean we, we make fun like you know that's not real factory or factory is you know getting stuff paid for and and true uh but staying in business is kind of cool too yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um but it is funny yeah that you know, being on a team is has definitely changed in that it's it's um you know how what's your discount versus like what's your salary right yeah no it's definitely changed isn't it um what else do i want to say i'm doing my first beginners league mm. uh next week so I'm excited about that. I had a, you know, during this whole uh, COVID time, um, you know, I normally do 10 weeks of YMCA camps during the summer. And uh, the YMCA wasn't able to do the camps this year, just down to, you know, bus transport and stuff, getting the kids into the track. So we decided to try and do it on our own. We keep in touch or we keep an email list of all yeah. our, you know, campers. We emailed everybody like, hey, guys, you know, you guys would be interested in doing some camps over at San Diego BMX. We thought we'd make it two or three weeks, and then we realized it, it was, got really popular, and we ended up doing seven weeks. Jeez. So since that, we've already been looking at what else can we do. I've already got a, a four-week camp that I've booked and hopefully going to do a Christmas, couple of weeks of Christmas as well. But during this period, you know, and, and talking to Tyler, obviously, down at the track, you know, on the daily, you know, doing all this stuff, we're always shooting ideas and stuff, um, you know, just talking about stuff and, you know, how to how to grow stuff and that. I said, let's try a beginner's league. So we have uh, put our hats together. And within two weeks, we got 60 kids signed up. And, um, yeah, pretty excited. First one kicks off on uh, Tuesday night, election night. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a healthy distraction. <laughs> yeah, healthy exactly. Distraction. Might, that might be a good thing. Stay away from the, the TV. So 
Uh, yeah, so I, I'm excited about that. You know, say I've never done a beginner's league myself. Tyler's done obviously a bunch, so he's kind of walking me through it. And they get quite a bit when they sign up. Yeah, they get a they get a we get a jersey. Yeah, we we just did the design. Uh, they get like a long sleeve jersey, a number plates, um, and then awards and stuff. That's and, so good because yeah. I was talking about this with actually Eric Simmons, the Aquaman. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there's some Aquaman videos if you go on Chris Muller's Instagram. Oh, I know there right. is. Yeah, I'm in that race. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you in that race? I'm in that that's race. Good. Yeah, April Reno. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. There's moonwalking. There's, there's bikes flying. There's people jumping <laughs> out. Anyways, but I was talking to him about um, his son's race, and they're young, like six and four. He won last week. I yeah. saw him, yeah. Um, but he was talking about his nephew who mm. races, who's like 25, and he's a He's like NC2A football player guy. Right. right? He's since graduated. But um, but he's still got that – like he's a wide – he's an NFL wide receiver basically, mm-hmm. the build. So he's super athletic. Like it's like if you were to get in a foot race or fight him, you're losing both. Oh, wow. Um, but he's racing BMX. He goes to sheep. He can jump everything at sheep. Yeah. But he – you know, as far as getting a gate, as far as sprinting and getting around a track efficiently, it's it's hard. And he and his nephew's having a hard time with that mentally because it's like I don't get it, like mm-hmm. you know, like because people are beating him um, who probably are not as athletic, but they know how to race and yes. they know how to ride. So, but we were talking about that in the context of BMX and what makes BMX difficult for people who are just getting in the sport, especially like if you just show up to the track on race night or right. practice night. You could be a 14-year-old or 13-year-old kid, and you get on the gate next to some 10 expert who's nationally whatever, yeah. and he kills you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you want to come to the, no, <laughs> no, the track, it's demoralizing. right? So the yeah. BM, so long story bearable. Mm. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, these, really, these beginner leagues are great because it gives them a place to... Match up their own... To uh, yes. match up with people mm. like them, to learn at their own pace, all this other stuff. So, so that's... We've even brilliant. got three moms... I don't know, I think I think we've got two dads as well. That's so, what I, was, yeah, I wrote yeah. down the notes as you were talking. Yeah. I was I was thinking, man, I I bet there's a market to just straight up do adult camps. Well, I've been, you know, I, I even myself do my own camps. I found that having a couple of cruisers there, you've all, you've always got a couple of really tall kids. Mm-hmm. And then when I invite the parents of which were fri- on, I do a five day camp, um, and on Friday I always invite the parents. We do fundraisers, giveaways, yeah. and prizes. Um, a lot of the parents that come are, you know, people, you know, our age or even younger. They're like, hey, can we ever go around the track, you know? And I saw one of my campers, the demon, a uh, regular camper. He was at the track last night and his dad was there on his on his mountain bike, you know? So um, there's definitely, um, yeah, let's say there's uh, people our age that still enjoy riding bikes and, you know, can get it in, in, into it at a, at, a, at a, you know, later on in life, you know, and yeah, still enjoy it. So, and, so, that, so I have to say this. So you said mountain bike. At the BMX, so Brian fell. Yes, Florida. So mm-hmm. he's he's got a new thing going where he's literally going to use the BMX track and have races there, but for the, for people on mountain bikes. I'm not, I'm not going to say for mountain bikers, but to have essentially multi lap mm-hmm. races um, at the BMX track, which is cool because I think it 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 mixes it up for the mountain bike crowd over there and then obviously if BMXers want to yeah. maybe and his first event's coming up right first huh? ne- next, yeah the next first week. event's coming up it's crazy like 15 laps which I think that's hot I think that's a bit much but um, you know either way I mean kudos to him for, for throwing it out there and making it making it fun I yeah think we, be, we did cool. that in England in the mid 90s before we came out here um, you know, when we ran it nationally, it was always on a Sunday. So we're all at the track on a Saturday. So sometimes I'm always thinking of things to do. So we came up with that kind of different concept. So we would do, uh, we would set up a course around the BMX national, like in the parking lot, mm-hmm. out in the trees, you know, around the surrounding area. So you would go off for about five to, all the BMXs would bring the mountain bike. And so mm-hmm. it'd be like Dylan Clayton, Jamie Staff, yeah. myself, and a bunch of the 90s guys. We'd go off into the woods for a little race, but then would come back onto the BMX yeah, track. The track. And I think we'd finish up on about three or four laps, and it was hot. Yeah, it's hard. It was sure. fun, but you definitely yeah. got to be. Well, because in you shape. go from this, this kind of grindy, pedally thing, and then to be efficient on a BMX track, yeah. you're not only pedaling, mm. but you're pumping. So and just, you want to jump stuff, yeah. you know. You feel like you need. You, I've got right. to be jumping this stuff. You don't want to be like, you know, pump, pumping everything. Even yeah. back then, you know. So um, one of the World Cups, one of the cross country World Cups this year, 
went through a portion of a, I've pu- seen of, that, of yes. the pump track. Yeah, they do that. Like a Mellow Solutions pump track. Like went I, through I actually saw that really clip, cool. yeah. Was, and, and by the mm. way, those cross-country people... They can ride. Yeah, like, it yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm some... Well, Fontana's, yeah. you know, Fontana's, the old Saturday League we used to do, their cross-country would sometimes come and finish up or, or do yeah. multi-laps around the full cross-track. So, Perfect, yeah. Um, yeah, it makes, so makes, it's good. So it's good. Um, how come there's no BMX Worlds, Dale? Good question. I, we saw, you know... <laughs> they got a mountain bike world. Yes. They did a road world. They did the Tour de France. They, they're having... Tour of Italy, Tour of Spain is just all wrapping up now. And obviously there's a World Cup again this weekend. You know, we posted a couple of weeks ago or whenever it all... I I posted when I saw that the mountain bike wars was on and then I was was following the Tour de France and they started talking about, well, five days off for these guys and then straight to the world, you know, or for a lot of these guys. And I'm like, hang on. And there's still, you know, it's 100% no BMX world. So it just kind of... put up there a lot of, i was reading the comments what people said and stuff you know is it because bmx is so small it doesn't generate money where road and mountain biking obviously it's a big business uh but it's still shame isn't it you know and it's I, a shame i i think with mountain biking uh, i think we have it's thursday it's trash, trash day. day yeah i think with mountain biking um because of red bull mm-hmm. i think there's an in, <laughs> there's an incentive to um have these races going on because because of content yeah 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 and and there's money right like red bull is you know it's it's like the google of energy drinks like it's yes they have money yeah so um yeah and but there are americans competing at these events so they can yeah um, so i so i have a there's a i have a rider racing junior mm -hmm. um and downhill yeah and yeah they they went through I think what happens is they go, you know, there's some kind of special quarantine travel, um, travel kind of, I don't want to say agreement, but just kind of not voucher. What is it? Just, um, they get, they were given lenience through their governing body, you know, traveling on behalf of whatever. Um, obviously they had to get tested before they, you know, before they flew within a certain time frame, and then from what I've seen at the mountain bike worlds slash World Cups, they're I think I think they're getting I don't know if it's daily, but they're getting tested. Like I saw Steve Pete posted regularly. something, yeah. yeah, with the thing in his nose. Yeah, but it from a BMX perspective, it would be nice. I'm not complaining really. I just I just wish there were a worlds. Um, it'd be nice if if there was at least a worlds, and even if they had it, you know. Just to keep them motivated, yeah. you know. My, again, going back to the thread and reading people, like, they, it seemed kind of obvious. Why would you not have it at Eagle? okay, cut it down to juniors and elites, at least so you yeah, can yeah, hand yeah. over some rainbows and keep exactly. that, like, that. Keep has, the continuity. And, and the history, like, is going to have that year where it's, yeah. you know. So does Twan. Yeah. So, does, so what happens? So will Twan. Well, he's still wearing his rainbow jersey. Will he? Two years, yeah. And Lee's, Lee's post as well. I mean, their two years well, was great for them. Yeah, probably yeah. the only two that didn't. Was okay with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's a bummer. Yeah. Anyways, so I think, yeah, you're right. I think it, it could have been, I don't know. I don't know the cost, but I think at the very least, just, just well. The yeah, national the teams race. could have got the big guys over there. You know, they could have all, I think for the Worlds, everybody would have been okay about going in early well, for the only, quarantine. Well, we're only talking about three or four people from each country, right? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been the biggest one, but at least no. you, would have, you would have had the heavy hitters there. Mm-hmm. You would have been able to get the race done. Yes. Um, let's be real. Like, there, there's not much mechanical stuff going on with a BMX bike, so it's not like you need need a huge crew. Um, how many, how, we raced around the world, and it was just us. With our bike, it wasn't like... I mean, had... I've been at the Worlds in Colombia. There's two wrecks. That was it. Yeah. Two wrecks of elite yeah. or pros, whatever it so, was. So, yeah. that's a bummer. But, um, well, congrats it just doesn't... to Lise and Tuan. They're, yeah, they're yeah. World Championship two years. Hopefully they got to hand in some contingency twice. You know, that'd be, that'd be the Maybe. good deal if you get to, to hand your bonus in again. Yeah. Um, it just seems like uh, Alfredo, he made a post about it as well. You know, so you can see it. And I was reading who's commenting who, you know, and obviously them guys are concerned. It seemed like majority of them did would really would like to have to have raced um but i think it comes down to does anybody really go outside of of uh, instagram post and actually try and you know try and make some movement cause you yeah. know say something i don't something. know what it would have taken i mean um would you go to a national body and then no, get them to go that's a uci thing i think but wouldn't you go to your federation to take it to the uci oh, you yeah. know what i mean yeah so the only guy you know i i enjoyed listening to the podcast that frederick villegas did i yeah. say that right 
I listened to his and I really enjoyed his story. He talked about, you know, just, you know, I know we know it from Christian and, and Javier and then kind of the Europeans as well coming out here, you know, sleeping on floors mm-hmm. and, and just hustling it to, to make it work. And then it seems like he was, or he continues to kind of lead that lifestyle to pursue his BMX dream and his passion. And I really enjoyed what he said. And on a couple of the comments and threads and stuff over this stuff, there was, you know, a, a post, if you saw it, Jason, on the, the Rio uh, track being all you know washed up and stuff, and he came yeah. on there and spoke about that. So I liked how you know he spoke up and stuff. But it doesn't seem like there's enough guys, um, yeah, so speaking up or fighting for it. You know, maybe you know. Well, you know, it's like you got to go past the Instagram. Well, post. yeah. So yeah. what are they fighting for, right? So the the thing about the Supercross tracks, as great as the racing can be, is that they those are pricey of facilities mm-hmm. right it takes a lot yeah, to get that yeah. thing going um up and running uh versus a track right a san diego bmx or not and i'm not trying to diminish like the work that tyler put in because there's a lot of work there but it's not a it's not a one hundred thousand dollar hill mm-hmm. right <laughs> like the whole facility could be a hundred thousand oh, dollars yeah. it'd be great even cheaper right yeah. even cheaper but um so you know if you don't have the support for that when i say support people going to that facility regularly and or having events there and you know bringing that money in to support you know sustain that little system of of that expensive bmx track then it's going to fall apart so um yeah i think i think uh that's kind of the the crux of it right you have this we'll call it i don't want to say olympic racing but this elite level racing has become so far out of reach that price itself right it's then it's it's almost like a non-self-sustaining system whereas if you think about um even back when bmx was in a super low right i'm not going to talk about like the 90s or the 80s heydays but even when bmx was at a super low at the end of the day um they were having races on tracks that were, you know, mm-hmm. like your Kearney, like your Chandler BMX, like mm-hmm. your Tom Sawyer Park, whatever, right? Yeah, PHT, yeah, yeah. all these tracks that exist. They still do have races there, yeah. but somehow that's, that's not enough mm-hmm. for what we consider um, world championship level or elite level racing, which I, I unfortunately, it, it's going to have to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, for this thing to keep going. Don't get me wrong, like, it's great to have a big track with big jumps and have it be spectacular, but, I, you know, I, I, I want to see people racing. Seems like the only, again, I'm just looking from social media and I don't really talk to so yeah. many people, um, you know, in, in, in the whole Supercross thing. That seems like the Dutch, it, it seems like it works there. The, the national team, mm-hmm. the Supercross, the kids wanting to do it. I was just watching some stuff from their national championships and some kind of open day they had there. And then, um, even France, even though it's so big, it seems like they still race. It seems like I'm watching a lot of races on regular hills there. Not so, I know they have the one in Paris. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what, yeah. So, okay. So was the, the Dutch National Championship was on the big hill, yes? Yes, yes. Okay. And then the, uh, the French one was on the a French five meter. On the regular hills, whatever. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is still big. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it definitely a cycling cu- culture, mm-hmm. right? The Netherlands is, yeah. you know, bike racks with thousands but of even, bikes. But even the U.S. now, I was listening to Nick Long. He was saying that the uh, the Rio track is just overgrown and nobody yeah. wants to ride it. And I know it's pretty desolate. But no one's there to ride it, right? I mean, getting around... And I can tell you, getting around Rio, as dense as that... He was just saying how tough it was for anybody. Yeah, you could go... I think Connor's even said it. Yeah, like 15 miles was like an hour to get... And that's not far. Mm-hmm. I mean, where we were staying, we could see the, the you know, kind of that Copa Cabana, like around, because we where we were on the coast, we could see, mm-hmm. you know, um, another part of the coast. But that was, that was, you know, a good 45 minutes to get there. It wasn't like yeah. just hopping on the freeway and going there. Even in California, as miserable it can be with traffic, it's still yeah. manageable. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no one there to... Right. I mean, how, how big is BMX in Brazil, really? Right? How many riders are there yeah. to support? I don't even know. I'm sure it's small. Right. But, but to support something. Like yeah, that. yeah. Um, it's funny. In Argentina, when we would go to that Santiago del Estero race, 
we'd fly to Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. then we'd have to get in a car or then we'd have to do a transport to another airport. Wow. And on the way to the other airport, literally leaving the airport probably like no less than two miles after you like get out of the airport grounds, there's a supercross track right off the road. Wow. It's no one's riding it, but but it's ironic, right? Like that's that's Buenos Aires, right? That's yeah. a big city right by a major international airport. Mm-hmm. And then we're driving to another airport to fly to another s- city in Argentina that's like the equivalent of um like a Yuma, Arizona. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right? So we're flying to like the equivalent of a Yuma, Arizona in Argentina to go race this track. And the race is great and the people are great. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time I th- I think that I mean the, the track has a local program, but that's that's it. Yeah, you know, cities can't support. And a that's what the Philigus like was saying. Um, it was saying a lot of these tracks are built in, you know, areas where there's no, no, no BMX and mm-hmm. nothing. So if, unless there's an event there, there's no, there's, yeah, there's it's, it's ghost town, you know. And uh, it brings me up, and I, and I just just came off the top of my mind. I actually did write this down. It's like this is something to talk about on a podcast, and I read it out of my notes from it. I met a guy at the pump track about six months ago, and he was actually involved in building the pump track he was a skateboard guy and he was involved in that um surf i don't know what you call it the wave pool thing that uh, yeah. kelly slater does yeah, in Visalia. and he was telling me now out there because they're in you know obviously remote remote locations or they're going to start mm-hmm. being in now they're they're building these things and he was saying uh he's getting involved with that because the key is to build a pump track at these wave pool facilities so it's encouraging or it's more chance for somebody to go out and i don't know if kelly's like places in the desert i think it's somewhere like well it's in visalia okay well that's but anyway that's what they're saying put a more yeah the, okay yeah. so put a pump track there so there's more chance and he was saying us pump tracks relate to skating and surfing yeah, now sure. with the turns and stuff so how they're putting it into that model where it's more encouraging for people to come and you know make that trip out to, to do the the mm-hmm. i don't know it's called a wave pool or this yeah the, i don't know it's not just yeah. a wave pool, but yeah i know what you're saying it's i know like, i follow this guy on instagram he, he travels around doing all these pump tracks and he's involved in the surfing and stuff as well so yeah it's kind of maybe that's a um or a, something that bmx should look at a little bit more as well where they're building these places and putting other stuff there like i say especially with the the pump track thing now where it encourages people to make that trip out to to be there you know yeah so um what else anything else we we on that divide bringing a new what's lineup <laughs> yeah what's going on at the divide factory uh we are um i've got a number plate so uh just got it in hey congratulations because most people start their company with a number plate oh yeah no yeah. the way yeah um so i've got a number plate uh which i will uh post up in the next um couple of weeks just gotta get my i wanted to get a insert ah. for it uh, and then I'm just doing another runner runner clothes right runner now. Clothes. Uh, winter line winter line hoodies. Yeah, yeah, winter line. So my guy Mark Ward has uh, put loads of cool uh, designs together and just getting stuff made right now. Some hats, t-shirts, hoodies. Um, and then also Mark Ward has been um, on race shirts. Mm-hmm. I got some uh, mesh mid school nice. race shirts. I got one already, some samples. I raced in one last week. Um, and I, I forgot to tell, oh, I've told you this, but I said on the podcast, I'm doing kind of, um, uh, a grassrootsy team, kind of like, you know, I got the idea again from Tyler, talking mm-hmm. to Tyler with his 316 team. And so I've come up with, a um, a model to, to do like a, a Haro divide team. And I've potentially got another sponsor's about to come in as well. Nice. Fingers crossed. And, uh, so we're going to do a, a race Jersey for that as well for the kids. So when they buy a Haro bike they can get a, a jersey car they all co-sponsorship yep. start package and so we're going to start doing this for some of the camp kids um and so yeah i've made a or we're, we've got designs for that as well so yeah like divide it's just a little fun project i like to do on the side and um it's a way of me learning new stuff and having fun and hooking up some of the buddies so cool uh, your package will be on the way shortly oh look at that anything else jason just it just just to be clear people there's no discount code <laughs> See? that's factory I'm, I'm at the point now where i you know when i make my runs because it's hard you don't know how many to make and you, yeah. you know and so i do, i just do small runs and i like to, you know i'd rather just give it to the people that you know like the buddies and stuff and then not worry too much about uh, not really a good business model i don't yeah. think but just just giving it to the guys i like and the people that support it and uh 
just having some fun with it, you know? So, um, yeah. So anyway, dividebrand.com, check it out. The website's kind of locked, but you can still kind of see it. And we'll be putting all the new stuff on in the next, I don't know, in the next month going into, nice. into fall and stuff. So anything else in your notebook? Nothing else in my notebook. Um, little bit of, little bit of a, a, I don't say drama, but definitely a bit of a kerfuffle about the ABA grands and, and Peyton Ridenauer racing pro or not being able to race pro. So uh, there's a, there's a movement. I don't know if ABA's or excuse me. I don't mean to dead name USA BMX. I just I'm 46, so I right, grew up yeah. with ABA. Um, so so I don't know if USA BMX is going to change their rules on that. Uh, my suspicion my suspicion is uh, they are focused on amateur racing. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the rules. It's so complicated yeah. though, because there are UCI age groups for UCI, and then they can race amateur or they can't yeah, race this, amateur. This, I mean, Ariel Martin had a great point. This is not this this race has nothing to do with anything UCI. I mean, it is the USA BMX Grand Nationals. I mean, they can they they make their rules. Yeah. Um, now they might have made the rules in accordance with UCI, but um, I don't know. I think the whole I don't know. I, I'm. I am old school with that. I think I think if you want to race pro and you're and you can compete, then yeah, you should race pro. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's yeah. just. All I mean, I, I, you you're the yeah. same, Jason. We all turned at sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And we, I was seventeen, yeah. but yeah, if, yeah. You, if you can if you can go, do it, do it. Um, and you, you know, in truth, Peyton's it, it might be a bit unfair for her to race amateurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she's been racing World Cups and she's. Yeah, made money going around a BMX track. Do you think they'll change for the rules? I don't. I don't think they'll change it for the ABA Grand or for, excuse me, for the Grand Nationals. But, um, but I'm excited to watch the Grands. I'm seeing as how everything is on the line. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I don't. I, I for a minute when that was announced, I'm like, we're wondering if you know Kim and I even reached out to CK. I'm like, dude, you got to get Kyle. Oh here. yeah, the, I would. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, if if some Europeans are willing to quarantine when they go back home, but I think it's going to be tough now. I think they was hoping it's going to. Oh, open well, up France a bit just more. got locked down again. Yeah, yeah. But um, it would have been well, even if they don't come, there's still you know yeah. Anthony Dean. He he always gets top three and, yeah. and is a big yeah. He's a grand specialist. He read, no, he really is. Um, he's a grand specialist. So I don't know if he's coming back for it. But either way, it'll be a good race. But it would be even cooler if some of these Euro dudes and yeah. international guys um, came in for yeah, it. Yeah, but it's three yeah, mains, though, right? Three? Yeah, it, I think it's oh yeah, it's going to be three mains. Uh, Campo's already here in the U.S. Um, you know, I got it. I got the tell Sousa's you, it's been, here, obviously. Yeah, Sousa. Um, you know, Jeremy Smith yeah, is yeah, looking yeah. really fast. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if. Well, who knows? I would maybe maybe Eddie Clarete breaks quarantine out of France and Eddie just Clarete, comes in. Yeah. So. Well, I said to CK, but he says, you know, Kai is not. A, he, he likes the you know the track speed wide open. Um, bit of a hill, you know. He, he came to the Grands a few years ago. He was probably there. I don't yeah. think he. He had the greatest time, so he said he wasn't that motivated. This is two months ago, so. Um, but yeah, for somebody, one of these fast Euro dudes could could roll in, graph for somebody, and yeah, 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 take the cup. You a know? lot, a lot of yeah, the, the whole French, Dutch, yeah, the whole. Even Euro in vet, is there anybody sneakily in vet in the background that's waiting to jump in and? Especially like say if Tyler doesn't make the lineup now. Well, you have mosquito. Is mosquito live here though, or mm, nobody knows where he lives? I don't know where yeah. mosquito lives. But mosquito, I, where do you live? Let us know. Yeah. So Mosquito, I don't know. Maybe Christian come back. I don't know. He ain't riding though, is he? No. BMX? No. But I think one of them guys have here and them guys are kind of over it. Yeah. Whole camp. You guys are all busy doing whips We're going, at Big we're going to go mountain biking. Yes. <laughs> we're all going mountain biking. Anything else or is that it? That's it. That's it. Well, That's let's try. And I know we say it is going to be called the BMX Weekly Podcast, but I don't will, know if it's it going to I don't know if it's be weekly. You know, BMX Weekly, uh, again, going back to the magazine, it was called BMX Weekly. It's called BMX News, and then it turned into BMX Weekly Newspaper. Mm. Then it was a BMX Weekly magazine. And then I don't know if it's because, you know, the, the sport was, you know, starting to tip a little bit. It became BMX Bi-Weekly. Ah. A few of the jokes came when I posted yesterday, a few of the old... Old school English guys were like, "Why don't you call it bi-weekly?" Uh, Which obviously was yeah. politically correct well, now, but but that's when it went to two weeks, and then eventually, obviously, well, I, think, they, I think weekly, maybe it will, maybe it's BMX weekly, not because it comes out weekly, mm. but because we talk about the stuff that happens over the weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Either way, if you listen to this, and um, like I said, I started posting some social media stuff. The Facebook. Uh, BMX Weekly Facebook and I've had it for two or three years and I just radically put stuff up but it started to get some good traction yeah. I started putting some 
um, um, most of the people that listen to my podcast are people our age. It's the mid-school dudes, yep. the old-school guys. Um, so I, I know a lot of the younger guys aren't you know, too interested in all this stuff we're talking about. But I posted quite a few things on um, the mid-school guys. I always try and find guys in the magazines that aren't on social media mm-hmm. or you don't – you know, the Shelby James. Yeah. You know, I posted someone D- – Dylan, you know, Dylan yeah. Clayton. Post some people who aren't on the daily. Like everybody knows your life. Everybody yeah. knows Todd Lyons, me, people that post all the time. But so I found – you know, I did something on Dylan Clayton. I did a little piece on uh, Shelby James. And then a guy nice. in my age group, Andrew Figlamini, was an uh-huh. Australian multi-times world champion. Uh-huh. And I got some really good traction. So that's what kind of motivated me to keep posting some stuff on there. Yeah. And Who did I see? Oh, it was Christoph. Yeah, it was he Christoph. He actually commented on, he commented on like one of Darren Mitchell's posts or something. Oh, the Robin Miranda yeah. and Neil yeah. and all them guys yeah, hanging out. Yeah. yeah. No, Christoph's still in the background lurking. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's Everyone's the lurking. Thing. They, may, you, they may not be out there, but they're definitely... Well, on our yeah. industry page, I don't know if it's because you and me are admins, we can see who looks at the post even mm-hmm. though they don't comment. And right. I always like to know who's looking. And I'm looking, it's like all the hitters are, are looking at the post. Yeah. Can they see that as well? Or is that just because we're admin? Yeah, it's because we're admin. Okay, so everyone's looking. I mean, yeah. you see Ellis and Eric Carter, all them guys. I, are, know, I still get yeah. I love when Ellis likes it. I know, I know, I know, I know. He's <laughs> warming up a little bit more on social media. Uh, he's posting good. more he, stuff. Dude, his truck stuff, like he's, he's doing his yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he really is. He's... he's yeah, he's doing his thing. It's and he good. says when he's ready for a podcast, still he'll do one. Oh, with cool! Us. Yeah, and that, this was a while ago, but he says when he when he decides he wants to do one, he's like, "When I'm ready." When I'm ready, That's so I says, "Well, we're still ready, Gary." Yeah, so. we're, we're ready. So, um, all right, Jason. Maybe say it might not be weekly, but we'll try and do this more. We've still got people I wanted, you know, been talking about doing podcasts with. I'd still like me and you to go up to Temecula and do one with Magoo. Magoo, yes. Um, certain people I would like still like to do. Christoph, if he's ever in town, yeah, and. Um, it would be good to it'd be good to go up to, you know, see if we can get Danny and Bill. Yeah, no, Todd Hoffman is on the list as well. Yeah, he yeah. reached out a couple of weeks ago. He's uh, definitely going to go up to Orange County and do one with him. And uh, Crit Plate Mike, yeah. he's asked me a few times about okay. doing something. So loads of people could list them all off. And like I say, I always say people's names and I don't do it, but there, there is a lot of people in the background. You know who would um, be good too? I, I gotta say Terry T. Terry T, yeah. Terry T, Bill Prince. Bill Prince, yeah. 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 Even Fell, you know. Oh, for sure. Got, you for know, sure. just knows so much knowledge and yeah. still in the middle of it mm-hmm. in, in down in Florida. Have you had Carnes on yet? Not for a while. He's kind of moving, you know, he's kind of yeah, doing, he's, he's on his he's a new thing now, moving on a little bit, yeah. you know. So. Yeah. Anyways. There's loads of people and there's like loads of people in England I like to do as well, so. Um, anyway, we'll try and keep this going again, get a bit more more regular. And uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Check out BMX Weekly all over social media, Facebook. That's it. Link us up. See you later. Bye.